Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Tuesday morning. So the Chiefs, for the most part, came out of New England relatively injury-free. Travis Kelsey was dealing with something with his arm, though. What was that about? Yeah, he has a stinger in his elbow. Now, the stingers are a, a, an injury to the nerve, an inflammation of the nerve, and you usually can play with them. That shouldn't be a problem. Now, when you get a stinger in the neck like Donovan Smith has, then you really do have problems uh, really with mobility more than anything else. But in, in Travis Kelsey's case, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be able to play on uh, Monday. And Monday is Christmas Day. No, no great game, form, folks. <laughs> it's a noontime game on Monday. And Ned Talk, of course, will be at 10 a.m. Uh, but Sky Moore has a, a bit of a swollen knee, and that's that's a concern. Moore, I think, had one catch the other day against the Patriots. He's on IR. He's gone for the rest of the he's, uh, he's an interesting character because he's, like, in a sense, like Kadarius Tony. They have an awful lot of injuries and so forth. But uh, Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco, is the, the big story, and he should be, barring any setback at all, should be able to play in the game against the Raiders on Monday. So with that having been said, I thought Clyde Edwards-Hilaire did a very nice job. He's a good athlete, continues to play, maintains a good attitude, and uh, you have to give him the nod. However, I think Pacheco will probably get the start. Yeah, what he made best of his opportunity, unlike some other players that haven't done that. Sky Moore, more specifically, I think it's been a bust, so he might be playing for a spot on the practice squad before you know it. <laughs> Could be. Um, but, uh, yeah, fingers crossed the deal with Kelsey's okay, and it is a Christmas gift to me because I love noon games and this is one of the three that we've had this season so let's go Chiefs uh I kind of was wondering when you came in this morning you're a little grumpy and then I realized oh yeah Eagles no, no, lost no, 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 last no, no, no. night hey, how does it affect me yeah and the I'm just kidding. I'm a fan. uh I don't uh, there is one thing that I absolutely cannot fathom in my mind about football and the way it works and that is how a team like the Seattle Seahawks can play just Virtually nothing, 13 points for the entire game. Yet with a minute remaining, they have the ball on their own 8-yard line, 92 yards away, and in less than a minute they can get a touchdown. Now, how does that work? I'll tell you how it works. I'm going to pick them. There's a three-way tie to whoever won the weeks. If they scored between, I think I had it at 30. I want to say I picked 39 or maybe 38. And the guy that was below me had to go 34 and less. The guy above us, 42 or more. 33. And guess who got 37? <laughs> guess, who, guess who had a 37 uh, score? <laughs> and guess who won? Because well, they scored it, that it touchdown in the last minute. Me, though, that, that, that through the through the, the course of the game, why didn't they do that earlier? Why didn't they pile up a, pile, a lot of points earlier? And why, with one minute, how you can do that? Anyway, that's beside the point. Philadelphia's not playing very well at all. They've lost three in a row. Seattle beats them in the final seconds of the game, 20-17, to 17, on a touchdown pass from Lee's Summit, Missouri's Drew Locke. And uh, it's a, a Seattle victory. Seattle has a winning record over Philadelphia. They're like 8-0 and now in recent years. So it's one of those, one of those things. But again, the... The uh, genesis of the game just absolutely puzzles the hell out of me. I don't f- can't figure out how. Hey, that if works. it's an early birthday present for me, I'll take it. And uh, yeah, it feels good when you're in a pick'em league as big as this one is. <laughs> that would be two weeks that I've won, which um, 
patting myself on the back for. Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks Seahawks, Andrew Locke, I'll owe you a beer. Um, we did actually have a bowl game yesterday. Who did played? The famous Toastery Bowl. <laughs> played it in Charlotte, North Carolina. I didn't see the game. Uh, you know, the, did you see the crowd for the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers on Sunday? Huge crowd. It was estimated by the workers at the ballpark that it was just over 5,000. Boy, that's major. an embarrassment for the NFL. Wow. A major embarrassment. Now, what they drew for the famous Toastery Bowl probably wasn't a whole lot more than that, but Western Kentucky was the winner over Old Dominion 38-35. The Hilltoppers get the win. There is one today. That is the Frisco Bowl which, interestingly enough, is held in Frisco, Texas. And that's Texas-San Antonio against the Marshall Thundering Herd. And Marshall University's football is renowned for being very strong. So we'll see what happens. So is the so is the Texas-San Antonio team, which is a, a relatively recent Division I edition. But we'll see what happens. So there are bowl games right on through the rest of the week, 11 of them on the schedule for this week. You're telling me that we could just name our own bowl here in Springfield and get our own bowl. The Mike Holmes nah, Springfield intern bowl. bowl. The intern bowl. God, can you imagine? Well, I can tell you this. We'll have more than 5,000 people, Ned. we got more sports to talk about. 5,001. <laughs> hey, thanks. I know you'll be there. Basketball happening tonight. We do indeed. The Missouri State Bears will be on the court at the Great Southern Bank Arena looking to rebound. Now, I don't mean that in the literal terms because they do rebound very well, but to come back from a really, really disappointing loss on Saturday to Tulsa, a game the Bears let get away in the final minute of the game. Tulsa outscored the Bears 7-0 and won the game 73-72. All right, that's history. It's already happened. The Bears played Lindenwood tonight, and this is the first meeting between these teams. Lindenwood is a newcomer to Division I circles. They have joined the Ohio Valley Conference, but they're not eligible for the championship or NCAA play in postseason for another two years. You have to sit out, or I should say be a Division I member for four years before you can do that. So it's the Bears and Lindenwood tonight. This is a 7 o'clock game. Now Drury's teams are playing a doubleheader, and the doubleheader is late in the afternoon and early in the evening. The Panthers, the men's team, Drury will play Southern Arkansas. That game at 4 o'clock this afternoon at the O'Reilly Family Event Center. And then at 6 o'clock, the Drury Lady Panthers play Missouri Southern. And Missouri Southern's pretty good. Drury is pretty good. That should be a phenomenal basketball game, so we will see what happens. Anyway, three games, two of which will be at the O'Reilly Family Event Center. Shea Ned will be open. So uh, just be looking for it. Just make sure you have your ticket, because last time we had to kick some people out that thought they can hang out and stay net a little past their welcome. <laughs> Who are this week's top college basketball teams, though, overall? Well, in men's division, Purdue is back on top, and that's where they're going to be all year long, fluctuating between one, two, and three, depending on how the Big Ten Conference goes. Purdue's a really good basketball team. So is the ball club that is right behind them. And those guys are playing very well, and that's the Kansas Jayhawks. They went to Indiana, knocked off Indiana University over the weekend, and winning in Bloomington, Indiana just doesn't happen every day. And then Houston University, which is undefeated, is in third place. They're the top three men's team. In women's division play, South Carolina, which is a perennial national championship contender under Dawn Staley. They are number one at the moment. UCLA is number two. And North Carolina State 
is number three. Now, this is excluding all the other teams in the other parts of the rankings, four, five, six, seven, eight, and right on down to 25 and so forth. But they're the top three teams in each case, in each gender, and all play very well. All right. You know, a lot has happened over the course of the last 12 months in the sports world. You could talk about uh, some scandals, some greats that we've lost, but... As we wind down 2023, what is the top sports story of the year, the Associated my guy? Press is really the beacon for all of journalism in terms of selections of stories. Uh, they chose, uh, AP chose as their sports man of the year, Deion Sanders. I know that didn't go over very well with a lot of people, but that was their choice. Their story of the year is the massive realignment in all of college sports, especially in football. It's the demise of the Pac-12. The Pac-12 conference does not exist as such anymore. Almost all the teams have gone. The teams uh, going to the Big Ten, Southern Cal, UCLA, Washington, and Oregon, and then Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah, all going to the Pac-12 conference. I'm sorry, the Big 12 conference. So the only two remaining Pac-12 teams, Washington State and Oregon State, well, they have... They have absorbed some of the teams from the Mountain West. But it's all a jumble, and it's all forming into what we've talked about for many years as being the ultimate development, and that is geographic conferences across the country to come up with an ultimate national champion and to divide the wealth, the TV money. That's what it's all about. Anyway, that was the big story, according to the Associated Press, realignment and the, the death, so to speak, of the Pac-12 conference. Well, we knew it was going to happen. Hopefully it evens the playing field, but now that more money's getting involved in transfer portals and kids getting paid millions, I don't think it's going to get any better, my friend. We'll see, Ned. You have a great day, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow.